Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, we discuss some Xbox and PlayStation business strategies. We also talk about an upcoming Star Wars Bounty Hunter game. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. Another great week, another great episode coming at you. Uh, great to be here. Episode 95, we're five away from 100, which we're super excited about if our faces can show it yes uh no no uh episode 95 we got some good news this week uh no house cleaning no housekeeping so we're just gonna dive straight into some news um first big thing we want to talk about is the xbox podcast news uh we talked about it last week kind of um that xbox was gonna talk about their future plans for uh, multi-platform what they were looking to do since a lot of rumors were kind of swirling around um, that there was going to be a lot of games that they were going to bring to other platforms such as uh, the PlayStation and the Nintendo uh, Switch um, and they held a, a bit of a talk on their podcast it was about 20 to 30 minutes of information which honestly wasn't great information or they didn't really say a lot of things but they basically said that they are releasing four titles that will be uh, multi-platform. They didn't say which titles, um, but there are reports going around that it's going to be Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Pentiment, Grounded, and Sea of Thieves. I don't know why they kind of kept it hush-hush. They did say that they wanted to kind of give the developers of these titles the opportunity for them to kind of make the announcement. So, you know, that uh, I, I can see the, the, the basis for that, but kind of like... All right, you could just say it as well, and that's fine. Um, they also announced that Diablo 4 will be le- releasing on Game Pass March 28th, so shout out to everybody who bought it at full price. Nick? Um, <laughs> wow. I can't, um, I can't wait to... Uh, not play it? Respond. Okay. <laughs> uh, Microsoft has also said that they're staying in the hardware business. They, there was a lot of rumors, especially uh, with a lot of this Game Pass stuff, that um, people were thinking that they were just going to kind of bow out along the lines of what Sega did and just make uh, software. But they are saying that they are staying in the hardware business. They said to be on the lookout for the holidays. There's going to be some major hardware announcement, which was prob- is probably going to be like a refresh for a lighter version of the um, Xbox One X. Is that what it is? I, I don't even know. Series S yeah. and Series X. Yeah. I, I'm so bad out of the Xbox ecosystem. I don't even know what You know, that's that's one is. thing I do love about PlayStation where they're like, just add... Added at a one, one. It's plus one. <laughs> um, and then the, 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 they also talked a little bit about the next next Xbox that um, it's in early development, just like uh, the next PlayStation uh, that Sony announced a while ago. That was an Xbox uh, that that's also in early development. And then they said that they are releasing ten Xbox games uh, this year. Um, so pretty kind of light uh in information wise obviously this was more of like a rebuttal to all the leaks and you know rumors that were going around they wanted to kind of set the record straight but also like uh, nick discussed last week it wasn't really meant to be like they were going to give their whole strategy because they probably have better plans for that down the road um i was a little bit put off by the fact that they didn't want to name the titles um even though it's kind of been going around circulating um rumors through the internet uh, of what the titles will be um and you have an idea they also mentioned that um starfield and also the indiana jones games those are not going multi-platform um which i don't know how 
much good that does for them ultimately i think eventually um they will have to go do that through that route especially if they they do want to kind of maximize uh their efforts which they also mentioned that one of the reasons that they do want to go multi-platform is because a lot of the layoffs that have hit the industry it's kind of shifted their focus so to uh to have a need to to release titles in, in other platforms um and also the, the other big takeaway is the fact that they kind of announced that they're working on the next xbox and that they're still staying in the market um i've always said they have enough money to burn so no matter how much money they lose uh every year or or how well they're not doing in console sales they still have enough money to just you know keep keep throwing money at it so uh good for them i think it you know uh, healthy competitiveness uh, in the video game industry is always good i always welcome it um because it breeds innovation so i'm excited for that um your thoughts on this uh what you get out of this 20 30 minute nonsense <laughs> what, 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 first of all are you like making like popcorn in the background or what no it's a heater it's my heater man you know, the, the, the heater <laughs> okay. just... i thought you were like getting ready for for some like hot takes for me and you're gonna have your popcorn ready <laughs> i wish uh, you know that heater okay, has okay. That heater, that's crazy dude okay it's new york uh time. i think the noise of your heater is more interesting than this podcast <laughs> uh so i don't know i mean i think not that surprising. I think they just wanted some venue for being able to address some of these, like, you know, leaks or rumors or whatever they were, because they were, I think, depending on, like, on how expansive the, the rumor or leak or whatever it was, um, how expansive that was, I think that was just ruffling a lot of feathers with Xbox fanboys. So, um, so I'm no communications expert. Um, I think this is like a fine, you know, a fine approach to try to like specifically address that pocket of the Xbox community that was getting like real, real worried about this. Uh, I don't, I don't think there's anything too, too crazy in here. Um, so I don't, I don't think we like learned too much. Uh, I thought it was kind of boring. Like I just like stopped listening to it after a bit because i just thought it was like super boring and i thought i dragged on for like way too long and i'm like i'll just i'll get the cliff's notes after the fact um that's pretty much it what do you think of them announcing uh diablo 4 releasing on game pass i mean i know when it originally released um because of the whole the merger hadn't gone through the acquisition hadn't gone through yet um it was kind of debatable and they also said that not all their titles they wanted to make uh available game uh they won on game pass um and honestly it hasn't been doing too well i would say um it's kind of fallen off uh real hard um do you think this is going to be like a good enough boost now that 34 million subscribers as they say uh, on game pass will have access to it or you think it might be a little bit too late I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not that surprised by it. Like, to me, assuming that the Activision Blizzard deal is going to go through, I think it's kind of inevitable that all those games are going to make its way to to Game Pass. Um, I think if anything, they would just get more creative with like the windowing and like gating specific content in the game. But you would still be able to get some version of the of the game, you know, for for free through Game Pass. So. Not surprising. It does feel like a kick to the nuts, knowing that I paid 
seventy dollars for the game not that long ago, and I could have I could have played it uh, for a little bit, but I did cancel my my Game Pass. So yeah, I was gonna say that's the silver. It's not gonna be don't have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't have helped me either way. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't have convinced me to resubscribe to Game Pass if if you were gonna ask me that question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if you maybe your your other question is trying to read between the lines of like why did they choose this title to make a big announcement out of and it could be that they're seeing some some uh slowdown in the metrics of the game and they're and they're trying to figure out a way uh, or they're trying to figure out if game pass can kind of like jumpstart the user base a bit and you know take things from there so i think i think that you know it's interesting that they chose this i don't know if it's gonna I don't know to what extent it's going to like change how Blizzard is like managing the roadmap of the game anytime in the near future. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, I kind of more or less checked out of this game a while back. We like we had a good time. Like I, I had a I had a fun time. I don't remember like what chapter I got through or whatever, but like I was having a good time with it for several weeks after launch. And then I think they started just doing things that were like pissing off the community and that kind of like gave me a reason to focus on all the other amazing games that were coming out coming out around that time. <clears throat> and uh we actually like last week was either last week or two weeks ago. Uh two weeks we ago. Were, we, yeah, we were like, hey, you know what? Let's give Diablo four another shot. Uh we kinda are, are on the search for something new to play. Let's pick it back up, and uh, I don't, like I just couldn't get the game to launch, so it's like <laughs> bad omen. Yeah, so and you know that's through um, that's through that's not Game Pass. That's through you know I own it through BattleNet, so that was just like a BattleNet issue. So I don't know what the hell was going on with that, but like, I just literally couldn't get it to download and install and all that fun stuff. So yeah, I think that was like the nail in the coffin where i'm just like okay i'm just i'm i'm done with this game yeah what can we say i mean live service games are tough um when you do launch uh during a, a year where there's so many like big game bangers that were just out of the out of this world last year with so many great titles you do gotta kind of sustain yourself with good gameplay or, or something to keep people coming back. Um, I do wonder down the road if this will turn into like a Diablo 3 situation where I know obviously in the beginning it wasn't well received, but after various updates and uh, quality of life changes, it did kind of have a resurgence uh, in the later half of its uh, run. So I think it, it could definitely be done. They just got to kind of focus uh, and, and kind of fix everything that people aren't liking because i you know i i don't i don't have the game i don't play it but from what i read from it there's a lot of things that could easily be changed that could make the game better for everybody and and have the community kind of right back on their side games can change games can change all right uh next bit of news that we want to talk about is kind of goes uh in line with the xbox one and it's in terms of uh first party games sony announced during a earnings call or statement um that there will be no major first party uh playstation games released this year it's something that we've kind of been talking about the last uh, couple of weeks uh on the podcast because we hadn't really heard anything about any games that they were offering um uh, and ever since spider-man they really haven't pushed for anything um the last two 
uh, PlayStation say the place that they've done. They've kind of focused on third-party uh, games, uh, big third-party published games. Um, they are really they did release Helldivers, which has gotten basically like a surprise bump. Um, I believe it's up to 400,000 uh, users, active users on Steam, which is a, a still a climbing uh, PlayStation record and climbing the ranks. It is a fun game. We'll talk about it uh, during our, our closing thoughts, but we, we had a lot of fun playing it. But this is, it's very rare, um, especially from from Sony. I think they got a, a caught a little bit off guard this year in terms of what they were offering. Um, maybe they're too hung up on the live service stuff. Uh, they kind of switched their outlook, the Naughty Dog stuff with them not releasing the Last of Us multiplayer and kind of shifting the focus. Uh, the Destiny stuff acquisition, the kind of leading on that, um, getting delayed and all that stuff. So it is kind of surprising uh, not to have a year where you have something along the line, some something big from Sony Santa Monica or Naughty Dog or Sucker Punch or any of those uh you know, awesome studios that they have. Kind of a bummer. I was looking uh, forward to something. That doesn't mean that there might not be any uh, DLC. I know there were rumors uh, for Spider-Man DLC, so that might still happen, um, but it's just tough to see. They also said that hardware sales are down uh, from what they were expected. Uh, they were expecting to sell 25 million uh, PS5s. They, they're only looking to do 21 million on the forecast. And they also said that the uh, PlayStation 5 is on the later end of its uh, life cycles, which probably means we still got another three to four years of it left. Maybe a little full refresh um, as opposed to the slim one that they did uh, last year. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Do you? I mean, obviously, we, we want these uh, awesome first party uh published titles from sony but we we've been kind of staring at this for for the last couple of months into this year well if anything it was good to just have confirmation that there is there is nothing <laughs> like i think i think we were optimistically you know, like oh it's you know the rest of the year is basically wide open there is probably at least one big one big game um, that will kind of come out of nowhere and surprise everyone, but I guess that's just not not in the cards uh, for this year. So, so yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of a bummer, um, but uh, maybe not that surprising given that we like literally just had no no information about what that could possibly be. Uh, I did see a bunch of people like reacting to that comment about. The put like PlayStation Five and where it's at and its life cycle and I think I don't know if there was like a mistranslation or or people just not understanding what the word like ladder means but like people are like oh my god PlayStation Five is done already like oh like it's just getting started and it's just like no I think like literally like, it's in the last half yeah of its life cycle is what is what they're saying which I think is. Te technically correct uh given prior console life cycles so um i mean and obviously it's still doing super well compared to anything yeah no i mean i think it i think that's i don't know i would i would, I would need to see kind of like what the like growth rate is and and prior playstation uh console generations but I know they, they always mention just the pandemic and supply chain issues and all that stuff. But even with that, I think it's like the fastest selling PlayStation ever or something like that. So it's it's doing fine. Like so I think um 
kind of interesting remarks from the uh like the head sony guy i forgot who exactly like what his title is but kind of like some fairly like cynical and like negative remarks about like you know just like just like framing stuff like that like saying those things and there's no games and my there was also something about like the lack of like they like the people don't know like how to drive a business or like how to grow a profitable business. Issue? You think it was a translation issue or this is I mean coming across? <clears throat> well, straight, I, I think that I think that I think that that life cycle thing was, um, or people just are stupid and misinterpreted it. But no, but the the Sony guy also said something about how like the people at SIE don't understand like, like how how they're like affecting growth and don't understand profitability and so this is like what like and then i think they just lost like a ton of like market value like their market cap like dropped a shit ton so this guy's like, giving the embracer ceo a run for his money as one of the most hated people then he's gonna no no, no I, it's not no it's not even that it's not that close but it's like i'm just trying to remember like like i think he needs some like training with how to manage wall street like it's just like why are you saying all this shit dude um but even though like you obviously know first party games kind of a bit of a bummer we do you know see that there are going to be third party games we have uh, stellar blade that's releasing uh rise of ronin that's releasing um and i'm pretty sure the um there's others down the line which i can't recall the, the full names for it right now but those are obviously um, kind of getting a lot of strong support, um, which will be mostly PlayStation exclusives along with PC. Um, so it does look like a good outlook. It, even though it might seem like a down year, I think ultimately uh, it, it'll be beneficial because it does give a lot more time for these studios, whatever they're cooking, to be, uh, you know, to have more time in the oven. I do think, though, that come summer or whatever it is, uh, Summer Games Fest, uh, any big sort of convention that they have that they do need to kind of show something for next year because you do kind of want to get the investors and the fans and all that stuff you got to give them hope for for whatever's coming uh next year um especially from your big franchises and and, and big studios any any thoughts you want to share on that i agree put very well said yeah wrapped it up on a bow for you there all right (laughs) um and the last thing we want to talk about and i know Nick is super excited about this. It's true. You were supposed, yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I thought no. I thought you I thought you froze again. I thought your video. No, no. <laughs> I was no, like, oh no, more editing work. Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> you're, you're getting put to work today. Um, it's a new Star Wars bounty hunter game. Um, there's uh some reports going around um, that are kind of confirmed that Respawn is developing a new uh, Mandalorian game. There were rumors that they were working on another uh, Star Wars game besides. Uh, the Jedi Survivor and the Battlefront series that they're looking into. Um, and this one's a new Mandalorian game. It looks to be a first-person shooter focused between episodes three and episode six. Um, it's going to be character-focused, so it's going to be a totally new Mandalorian, I guess, no, uh, somebody we haven't seen. It's not going to be uh, Boba Fett or uh, Dijin Dajardin. Uh, or Pedro yeah, Pascal. what is his name? Yeah, Jin, the Jin, the Jordan. Jin, Jordan. Jin Jaro, Jin. Pedro Jin. Or, or Pedro Pascal. Let's just say that. Let's. Uh, it's not going to be Pedro Pascal. Um, yeah. 
and uh you know obviously respawn is known for titanfall uh apex legend the jedi series and they were also uh war they, they were devs in the previous call of duty games uh before they formed their own studio so super excited about this um i think them making a uh first person uh mandalorian game i think it does work we are kind of in a market where a lot of the star wars games have been third person um obviously you have the jedi series there's a new outlaw game coming from ubisoft this year um so it's gonna be cool to see this and i'm excited uh, as well because of i know how well uh respawn does with first person games and the fact you know um with the mobility of apex legends and titanfall um i can definitely see them using that on uh, the Mandalorian game with the jetpack and stuff like that, flying around, just doing uh, amazing things. So I'm super excited for this. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be technically like a, a great game, but also I feel like the combat and, and just the whole aesthetic of it is going to be pretty amazing. Um, you, as the resident big Mando guy, uh, what are you thinking? That, that's, that's, that's my persona as man, big Mando guy. Yeah, you, you, your dog is named Boba. You that's true. Got super excited about the Mandalorian, which I didn't get as excited as you are. And you know, I feel like that's you. Yeah, you're the resident okay. Mando guy. <laughs> Big Mando guy. Um, yeah, no, I, th I think it's it's exciting. Me, the, the fanboy in me wanted the Mandalorian game, but basically, it looks like the Outlaws game. Like so, that that would have been my dream combo, where it's something more like Outlaws, but it's Mandalorian. Doesn't necessarily need to be Jin Jinjarin or where the fuck his name is. You think I would know his name given that I'm big well, Mando guy? Hopefully but we don't. don't have some, hopefully we don't have like super Star Wars fans that are like listening to us and like these fucking idiots don't know how to say anything. That's fine. Um. So that would have that would have been my my dream Mandalorian game, but you know it's it's respawn. They're experts in first person shooters. Uh, I still haven't played the Jedi their Jedi games. Uh, Pretty good. I don't think you need to. I think you're fine. <laughs> okay. I, I think you're fine without them. So I'm, I, uh, you know, so if anything, that's that's like you know sharpen their blade with the Star Wars universe, and now they can like leverage all that expertise with Star Wars universe games marry that to their expertise in first person shooter games um so i think i think that could be a pretty good match uh yeah i think they're definitely so yeah i'm i'm, I'm so I'm definitely definitely excited i think it's a good good combo yeah i think they like you said uh because of the jedi games i think they definitely know their lore they know how to treat the universe it's it's very tough with how crazy uh star wars fans are and how much stuff goes on in the universe and all that stuff and how much dedication you have to have it to make sure you get uh, everything kind of right um, with the Star Wars stuff. So I, I think they obviously working in the Jedi games have been pretty good. So it's going to be really great to see those two aspects, uh, how much they, they know about the, the Star Wars series and also how great they are at first person uh, games um, kind of get married and, and see how well that's going to work. I'm, I'm super excited. I think... Uh, just thinking back on Titanfall and something like Mirror's Edge or something like that, I think this is going to be super, super fun. And, you know, it goes to show you, because uh, this is probably going to be a single-player experience, uh, that single-player you know, single games are alive and thriving. So kudos to that.
And that's it. <laughs> just d- double bow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put a bow on that one too. Well, all right. Um, that's it. Kind of, kind of short week for news. Not a lot going on, but you know, I think we covered the most important things. Uh, let us know what you guys think. If you have any uh, thoughts on any of these news, the Xbox stuff, the <coughs> PlayStation stuff, and the the new uh, Mandalorian stuff. Uh, we're gonna move on to some closing thoughts. Uh, I will start it off. I have been playing uh, Hell Divers. Really, is the only thing that I played new. I'm still. I've not kicked into the into the infinite wealth gear, which I'm I'm worried about it. But I know you're stuck in uh, Doki Doki Island, so I'm I'm okay with that. Doronko Island. No, Doronko Island. Yeah, I, I know you're stuck on that, so I'm not I'm not too worried. I'm, that you're I'm, not, finish stuck. Again. I'm not stuck. Not, I'm not, I'm not thriving. Stuck. Yeah, you're you're enjoying enjoying it. myself. You're fully encapsulated in the island. I, and, I I'm getting I'm getting it to be a five star resort, and then I'll start. I'll resume the game again. Yeah, I feel like I, I have enough time. Also, you have a baby and two dogs. So when I do get to that point, I feel like how I usually do, I will eclipse you in terms of... It's, it's been the perfect, like, mindless... When I have, like, the little time I have to play games, I'm just like, I just need to, like, run around and hit a tree with a baseball bat a lot. <laughs> and, like, it's... So it's, it's it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been it's been great. So yeah, I've, I've that's pretty much like the majority. Like I also played Hell Divers with you. Yeah, that, and... was, that was pretty fun. Uh, Ollie, you and I played Hell Divers uh, for game night on Thursday, and that was pretty fun. Um, like I said, I I had already played the game uh, myself, the the first one, and definitely seeing it on a third person experience gives it a whole different dynamic. Um, it makes you feel like you're in there, uh, you're in combat. And also, it's cause for more hilarity to ensue because, you know, there was a lot of friendly fire, a lot of grenades thrown that actually killed people, you know. Uh, so that was pretty fun. They call me, I'm Dr. Friendly Fire. <laughs> like, I'm... I, I, did, I, I did like that you guys really enjoyed the game. I know uh, we have been looking for, like, a, another game um, to kind of jump into uh, with, all the, with, with these type of multiplayer offerings that are, that are easy to jump into and jump out of. Um, and it's just mindless fun that you can just shoot aliens and bugs or whatever for a certain amount of time and do these little um, missions. So a lot of fun. I, I definitely um, want more people to play it. It did suck that there was like an XP weekend because the servers were over capacity. And then I tried to play it this weekend and the servers were still over capacity. So that kind of sucked. Um, but that just goes to show you um, the sparks uh, that some of these games have. Um, obviously, we had it with, with Power World at the beginning of the year. And I think that's kind of weaned off. Um, I do think uh, Helldivers will have more sustainability just because it, it's it's a multiplayer one and it's easier to jump in and jump out of it. Um, and it's it's fun. It's fun, mindless. It gives you, it gives me a, like a little call back to like Gears of War uh, staying up late at night and playing that. Early Destiny staying up late at night and playing that. Uh, call of Duty, stuff like that. Like it's just fun to play and joke around and mess around with, with, with your friends. So pretty fun stuff. Um, and then as far as TV, uh, I've watched uh, Love is Blind. I, I was waiting for a reaction from you from this. You don't, you don't know what this is I'm, at all. I'm waiting for you yeah. to... Love is Blind is just a show on Netflix where like people date each other, but they don't know what each other looks like. So you, you kind of just have to uh, find stuff about each other. And then you have to propose to the person without even knowing what they look like. So it's hilarious. Uh, 
<laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, you know. Um, okay. It's just hilarious. For you. It's hilarious for me because, you know, uh, we've all been in that situation of dating. And, you know, looks are a thing that people look for. Obviously, you want the whole package of looks, personality, and, and a good person. But it's kind of hard when you take off one of those. Um, and it's just funny because people are like, it, it shows you humanity at a its basis level where it's like, okay, maybe I thought you were nice, but I don't like the way you look. So it's just funny. Um and it's popular. Uh, I like these type of shows. It's also good to like have in the background and while you're doing something and and mindlessly uh, watch it. And it's just a study of the human nature. So I like studying human nature. I'm not a psychopath. Uh, and then <laughs> I also watched The Iron Claw, which was depressing as fuck. Um, that one starts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can watch it, man. It, it, I feel it was, like it's like too heavy. I, I'm like a big. I'm a big wrestling fan, yeah. and and like I just. It was good. It's it's uh, heavy, and then like I had read about it um, when I first heard about the movie. I read about the family and stuff, so I kind of knew all the shit was gonna happen. But it's it's a good movie. It's just a bit of a bummer. So if you're in a bummer attitude, do not watch this movie. Uh, I can't. I can't watch it. I need any like I need content that helps me escape. Yeah, bumness. Okay, in, right. a, in a po- in a positive way. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Oh, like hitting trees with a baseball bat. Like, <laughs> Getting some that, that is good. But it was yeah, good. collecting Sujimon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really yeah. good. Um, uh, Zac Efron did great. I I like how he's uh you know kind of evolved into this great actor, and then Jeremy Allen White as well. The whole cast is really good. Um, it really captured that uh wrestling era, so that's pretty good definitely some heavy material so if you don't mind being bummed out for a bit uh with all the crazy shit that happens to this family uh you should check it out it's a great performances um but that's it for me uh what about you what you got show me what you got oh show me what you got i did uh go to a chromio uh dj set uh if you guys aren't familiar chromio is like this funk disco house people it's hard to explain their music but i like them and i went to a a dj set that they did they just released a new album on friday and that was really enjoyable so if anybody's looking for some new artists look up chromio some good stuff and now on to you my bad that is my cool well no i think you you spoiled it it's basically been hell divers uh which had a great time like I, i wasn't really i basically like got the game did the tutorial as fast as possible so I could immediately start doing multiplayer session and I was kind of just like following your lead with it. So Oh yeah, I was leading. I still I still need to get like way way deeper into like all the systems and um and I think like a lot of the missions we're doing are like super easy and I I it's gonna get more Yeah, we're well, getting to the hectic stuff, which which I was you know, like that that's why I was like, Oh, we're gonna start off it starts off slow where you're building it up and then it does hit a point where it's like, Oh shit, it's it's hectic. It's like it's war. So uh, Yeah, I've seen I've seen people streaming it and it's like, Oh my god, that that looks insane. So Whereas we're just like shooting like simple waves of bugs right now. So Yeah, the bugs but, are um, no, it's like it's I, I like the, the humor and kind of like all the the production value i think the game looks incredible it runs very well on pc uh so yeah i'm I'm looking looking forward to playing that more and i could definitely see that being a a game night staple the only 
the only gotcha is there's no Xbox version. So yeah. for those who Not- remain nameless, who are only <laughs> Xbox players, it creates a uh, a situation where not everyone can play the game and not yet at least not yet at least yeah hopefully they do make uh, an xbox version because definitely it, it not that there's there aren't enough players obviously it's it's hitting great numbers but you know to be able to play with other friends that don't have access to a pc or a playstation would definitely help and it's it's fun like i'm that that was my main concern because i knew it was going to be fun because i really enjoyed the first one and i wanted to for you guys to enjoy it. and that's why i've been kind of like plugging it and saying oh yeah we should definitely get this and i'm glad that it, it did hit it off for you and i'm you know that there's anticipation for how much more fun you guys are going to have because it is going to get better as, as we progress gravy uh and then yeah and it's been infinite wealth so i've just been kind of chipping away at the island the island game you know what i that's make a promise this week i will infinite wealth something i will I will do. I will play Infinite Wealth, and then depending on how much I get into it, I might play it more than you. I might get to the island. That's very easy to do. Yeah, yeah, very easy. I and I, I don't, I don't think you'll like the island stuff. So like, you'll probably just do it for a couple of days and move on. You don't know that. These are that's you know I hate like well documented in our podcast that I kind of hate extra stuff in games especially like building stuff and planning stuff and all that shit but these uh yakuza like a dragon games they just they know how to get me man because i am playing all the mini games i am doing all the random stuff i'm collecting cans uh i'm doing uh business, delivering pizzas uh, delivering pizzas uh so making business uh ventures like I'm doing all that shit, and I hate doing all that shit in any other games, but they, they know how to get me. Um, they make them so fun, so who knows? I might get trapped in Dundonkey Island as well. <laughs> okay, so that's it for me. All right, that, that's it for us, too. Um, good episode, episode 95, uh, five more to 100. Uh, make sure you guys check out our uh, Discord, pressingbuttons.gg, where you can get access to all our links our YouTube channel, our Discord channel, um, our Twitter, which we don't tweet our instagram which we don't use at some point we we might i, I need to start po- posting some clips of us we're, we're big on tiktok there right we are big on tiktok no we're not some unless somebody's putting tiktok i mean you're, you're doing all this you're doing all this dancing these days so you might as well just record it and put it on tiktok no those are uh exclusive only you have to see me live if you want to see me dance <laughs> but yeah thanks for joining us guys another uh episode in the books uh sorry for the little technical issues but what's a pressing buttons podcast without technical issues uh <laughs> i'm hugo bye i'm nick later thanks for joining us on the pressing buttons podcast the show is produced and edited by nick and myself our awesome music is composed by Layla, and our show is done by dpass design Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.